How's it going, Jets fans? My name is Alex with my co-host here, Ryan Moran. Today, we want to discuss how the Jets' defensive line, their pass rush specifically, he has a perfect opportunity to take advantage of a very, very bad Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. They are maybe historically bad this season over two weeks. Um, if they keep playing like this, I, I just don't know how Joey Burrow is going to survive. Um, definitely not ideal. The running game has been pretty bad because of it. Obviously, the passing game has been completely shut down. Their tackles have just been God awful, whether it be the scheme, the players, the the, the combination, the chemistry, uh, nothing is going right for that Bengals offensive line who seemingly had a better success with Bobby Hart playing right tackle. And um, if you're a fan of New York sports, Bobby Hart is one of the worst offensive linemen I've ever seen in my life. Former seventh round pick by the Giants. Uh, he is just horrendous. So I'm surprised Lyle Collins, Jonah Williams are not playing better. Um, we're going to take a look at some of the film that they put on uh on the film, uh, you know, over the, per, the, over the past two weeks and kind of take a look at what they did and how the Jets can exploit those weaknesses. But Ryan, before we dive into some of the good stuff, how do you do today, my friend? I'm doing great, Alex, and I think it's really about time and the perfect opportunity for this Jets talented pass rush to really get going. I think through the first two games, it just it, it hasn't been there and it's been an issue for the Jets for so long that I think, you know, fans are getting antsy and they want to see it. And this opportunity you have against the Bengals offensive line that, on that Super Bowl run last year, it was well documented how bad they were. And despite, you know, four new starters being added this offseason, I mean, they really picked up right where they left off. And it's been pretty bad. You know, like you said, Leo Collins has really struggled at right tackle. And, you know, he didn't practice today. So I guess that's something to, you know, worth uh, really monitoring throughout, you know, the rest of this week is leading up to the game. And, I mean, across the board, I mean, the Jets defensive line, you know, Carl Lawson, Quentin Williams, John Franklin Myers, Jermaine Johnson, they've all had – you know, their moments, but I think it's just about time that even the depth of this pass rush, Jacob Martin, hopefully Bryce Huff is active this week, you know, going up against passing team, and Michael Clemens, all these guys, you just really want to see, you know, more dominance and just an impact early and throughout this game. I think it's a key to victory for the Jets, you know, this week to string a second, you know, consecutive win. You know, you look through the first two games, I mean, over 118 snaps, the Jets have only three sacks you know, the, and nine quarterback hits, you look at the Bengals alone, they've given up 13 sacks, which is comfortably the last in the NFL so far. The next the next most uh, amount allowed is 10 by the Saints. So, you know, that alone. And then you look at the quarterback hits, I mean, they've given up 20 in two games and nine this past week, you know, which is what the Jets have on the season. So it's, it's the perfect opportunity for this Jets pass rush that has the ability to take over a game, you know, to really do it. And Lastly, with their ground game, I mean, they're averaging 3.8 yards a carry with Joe Mixon, and that's 24th in football right now. So across the board, this is a perfect chance for the Jets defensive line to really get things going. Absolutely, it is. So let's take a look at some of the film that uh, the Bengals put on the field, and honestly, it's just horrendous. You'll you'll get an idea. Um, all right, so. On this play, you're keeping a look at uh, Cordell Valson, who's their rookie fourth-round pick from North Dakota State. This He was much better in week two, but the first game here against Cam Hayward, he really struggled. This was early in the game, and the reason I wanted to highlight this play is because I think if Quentin Williams gets these types of opportunities inside one-on-one, -on -one, you really want to see him win as you know, we see Hayward here generate some power and you know leads to a sack on Burrow. So with this play, you see Alex Highsmith is the right edge defender going against Jonah Williams. And, you know, this is probably going to be Carl Lawson a lot in this game and potentially Jacob Martin as well. You know, when the Jets rotate, you know, they've been the two guys really on the right side. You know, this particular move is a spin from Alex Highsmith that he really gets Jonah Williams with. And 
we, we know Carl Wilson has a ton of moves in his toolbox. And you heard Robert Sala say it today, you know, they feel like Carl is really close to getting things going and breaking out. And you watch this type of move here from Highsmith and you see, you know, Lawson has the chance to potentially wreck this game with some of the moves that he has. And he practiced against Williams for a couple of years as well. That spin move on Williams was lethal. Oh my God. Look at this spin move. Holy. Carlos is going to have a field day. Or at least he should have a field day. My God. Yeah, they're off. I mean, everyone. It's just like everyone gets beat. <laughs> the interior is okay there, but they're just, I mean, they're tackles, man. Like, what are you doing? It's crazy. Yeah, the Jets have a good opportunity to really uh, put some good film on the field here against this terrible offensive line. 100%. So this play, Lael Collins has really struggled in the first two games. And, you know, obviously he didn't practice today. And like I said, you know, it'll be key for the Jets really if he does play to, you know, take advantage of him, whether it's, you know, like I said, Lawson and Martin on the right edge, you know, on the left edge, you're looking at John Franklin Myers, Jermaine Johnson, and we'll see if Bryce Huff is up for this game. And these guys are going to have the opportunity to see TJ Watt here against Collins. I mean, Lael has ended up on the ground so many times early. Um, you know, this rep, you see Volson struggles again. I mean, it's just across the front. I mean, they have really been getting beat. You know, it cost them that game against the Steelers and, you know, even the game against the Cowboys. I mean, they've had to rely so much on a quick passing game, you know, just getting the ball out of Burrow's hands. And, you know, the Jets defensive line has got to get home early and often. That it does. And giving you some insight into some of the stats that, uh, you know, Cincinnati has put on the field up to this point. So their tackles, Lyle Collins has a 43.3 pass blocking grade. He's given up a sack, two QB hits, and three hurries. Jonah Williams has given up three sacks, two QB hits, five quarterback hurries, and 10 total pressures. Um, I mean, talk three sacks in two games, that's that's very, very bad. You know, he obviously is struggling. Uh, the Jets can easily take advantage of him here. You know, this is the tackles. When you have John Flagg Myers, you have, um, of course, Carl Lawson and Jermaine Johnson. You know, Carl Lawson should get a sack in this game. You know, Quinn Williams should be able to attack those interior guys and, and generate pressure on Burrow pretty easily. And then you have, of course, on the back end and the secondary, <laughs> um, some really great cornerbacks. Um, so if you're putting Joe Burrow under immediate pressure, and you have good cornerbacks on the back end, it's going to be a long day for Joe again. Um, third consecutive day that he's going to probably be really um, in a lot of a lot of trouble. So, you know, what are, you, what are your thoughts on how, you know, what, I guess you're looking at Carl Lawson mostly as, as a guy that you think should stand out in this game? I definitely think Carl is one of them. I, I think it's just collected, though, as much as anything. Like, this group is predicated on just winning with four, and I think that, you know, we really haven't seen it all get in sync. You know, it's been... Q has made some splash plays, JFM, JJ, but I think you want to see this whole entire group, especially come third downs. You know, you want to, like I said, the Bengals ground game is ranking towards the bottom of football right now. You know, you're going to have them in potentially third and long situations. I mean, it's on this entire front to really get home. And like I said, they've kind of relied a little bit on the quick passing game, of course, when, you know, you really can't protect up front. So it's definitely going to be important for, you know, really all the guys and the speed that they have guys like Jermaine, you know, really getting home, you know, in no time. Lyle Collins, again, I mean, it's tough going up against T.J. Watt and Micah Parsons the first two weeks of the season. It's not really going to help your stats, but, I mean, he just continued to really get beat in this game against the Cowboys as well, going over this one this morning. See it again here. I mean, just completely getting worked off the spot, ending up in the ground. Um, this play, I want to say there, there were a couple of guys that lost. I mean, you see Jonah Williams get beat with an inside move on a little stunt. Layal ends up again getting beat by Parsons. But then this is the main thing that I think you got to really hit home if you're the Jets is, you know, 
they got to keep good contain on Burrow, and you can't let him beat you with his legs. You can get home with the pass rush in your front four, but you, you can't really allow him to extend and beat you like this. Look, I'd rather him running than throwing. So even if he has a couple of opportunities to take off running up the seam, whatever it might be, you know, get a couple of yards here and there, I will, I'll trade that in for throwing the ball downfield and hanging Jamar Chase on those long routes any day of the week. You know, like, I agree. You know, you got to contain him. Um, but him running the football is, is a best case scenario because that means he's not throwing the football and he's not throwing it well and he's not, he doesn't have the time in the pocket. So forcing him out of the pocket, forcing him into bad scenarios, obviously getting, getting home and collecting some sacks would be ideal. But I think that, um, you know, Lyle Collins, General Williams have really struggled to open the year. The Jets have more than a good enough pass rush to generate tons of pressure. Um, you know, hopefully this isn't like a get right game for the Bengals and they just like, you know, blow it up and their whole offense just looks great. Um, but I think the Jets defense is good enough to really lock it down in the secondary, which, it, you know, that's kind of like a, they go hand in hand, right? The offensive line and secondary kind of go, or rather defense of the pass rush. Um, you know, the, if the pass rush is getting home quickly, the secondary doesn't have to do a lot of work, but if the sec, if the pass rush needs a little bit more time, a great secondary can help them get there. You know what I mean? So like, you know, having that balance is essential. The Jets have that. Um, it's just a matter of being consistent. I think um, they're still gelling, you know, there's still a lot of young new players on that team. Um, and I think they just got to like, they just got to keep going, getting reps together, you know, just keep learning how each other plays. And it takes time. This is, this team is not in midseason form, not even close to it. Um, hopefully last week gave them the confidence to just kind of go out there and do what they have to do and be disciplined about their actions. So, uh, moving forward here, I think that they have a good opportunity, as you mentioned, to take advantage of a pretty bad Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. You said it. And on this final play again, Lael Collins, just getting beat by Parsons on the left side of your screen. I mean, it's definitely going to be important. Like I said, John Franklin Myers and, you know, I feel like Jermaine Johnson's close as well to those sp splash plays really showing up and, you know, getting home, generating pressure. And, you know, this just the, the entire Jets defensive front in this game, I think it's huge, you know, stopping the run on early downs. And then in these third and longs, you know, really generating pressure, especially on the edges, beating the two tackles. And, you know, we'll see if Collins ends up going or not, but the, the Jets defensive front, you know, it's going to be huge if Jets are going to, you know, put a winning streak together here. Absolutely. Yeah. Stopping the run. Obviously, Joe Mixon's a pretty solid running back. Um, I think he had a little ankle twist um, in the last game. He was hobbling around a bit. Uh, Jamar Chase, obviously, you're going to be probably doubling him. I mean, Higgins, got Tyler Boyd, some other pretty good receivers. But, you know, the Jets have good enough players to match up across the board. So I'm not totally worried about that. Uh, it's more about can you hit home? If you give Joe Burrow too much time, he will find open receivers. If you give him time, he will beat you. Um, so you really just have to get home and you have to take advantage of that pass, which honestly, I'd be if I was if I was Ulbrich, I'd be more aggressive in this game. I'd be sending extra blitzers. I'd be just trying to put as much pressure on him as if you're front four and not getting there, send an extra guy, you know, outnumber them and just force Joe Burrow to make quick decisions and quick reads and let your secondary pick up the slack. So um, that's kind of what I've been, I I'll be expecting. So hopefully they can, they can accomplish that. But I'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions below in the YouTube comments, my friends. Uh, definitely going to be a very competitive game, but the Jets coming off a huge win against. Uh, the Cleveland Browns have a good opportunity to, you know, compound that and get their second one of the season. So hopefully they can pull it off. Always happy to hear your opinions below. Make sure to like and subscribe. We'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Jets episode.